and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. We're glad to have you with us here on our first Brad and Brit cast for uh, this week. Thank you very much. Uh, hit the theme, Spunky. Go ahead. Let me hear that. Hey, how about that? That can only mean one thing. Hey, it's Bob for Texaco Hope right here on the Brad and Britcast. How are is. you? There he is. A lot of, a lot of people think he's dead. Not with us. Not with us. Not in the least. Bob Hope, welcome to the Brad and Britcast. I don't think we've talked to you since the days that uh, Brit and I. You remember Brit? I, uh, a big old loser. That's a guy I used to be tagging around with you all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that yeah, guy. Yeah. Back when uh, we were uh, working in Charlotte together. Do you, you remember Charlotte, don't you? Ah, <clears throat> oh, what a shit town that is. How about that football team? Is that wild? Yeah, see, they that got... was supposed to be a cue for you to talk about a woman named Charlotte. But... Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Damn. Yeah, Damn I, I, I like a, a woman named Charlotte I met back on the road to Morocco. Right here. Had a couple right. of fantastic assets. God. Boom, boom. <laughs> If they don't have the cue cards in front of his face, he can't remember anything. Hey, I got some current material, though. I just flew in on Southwest, so it took me five and a half weeks. Right here. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey, how That's about really that? Good. Is that wild? Now, you, you always have writers that you can access at any hour of the day for new material. Isn't that right? All the time. I got a, I got a whole uh, tray full of these note cards, and I just bring them up, and I just insert the names right here. Right, so I'll I'll bet you already have a cache of George Santos jokes, don't you? Hey, how about that George Santos? That's something right there. <laughs> hey, that guy, you wouldn't even trust him. If he said something, you wouldn't even trust him if his tongue was notarized. Right here. How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you're, you're, you're always ready. I'll tell you why we've uh, got you on, and we're lucky to be the first ones to be able to uh, have you on to promote your latest tour. A lot of folks remember all those trips you made to vietnam and then i believe you even went uh during the uh, first uh iraq war operation desert storm you were over there entertaining the troops and and that really was uh quite something there you'd bring all kinds of famous people with you and um i got a note this morning that you're going to ukraine to entertain quote unquote the troops we have no american troops there did anybody tell you that I wasn't aware of it. I don't care. As long as there's a war, Bob Hope is going. Okay. Bob for Ukraine Hope. Right here. We're going there. You can't do what you used to do back in the day. See, I'd bring out some scantily clad 20-year-olds, and I'd exploit them so the guys would get all horny. That's right. frowned upon in today's society. Can't do that anymore. But we're going to have a fully clothed Olivia Wilde coming with us, going to just go have a jumpsuit on, something like that. Now, Miley Cyrus, she walks around half naked. We're going to have her over there. It's going to be wonderful. You're going to enjoy it so much. Look for the big special on NBC. NBC? I thought I thought uh, you'd given up on NBC because they'd given up on you and that you were going to work. Have you heard of streaming, Bob? Stream. And by, by the way, at your age, you wish you'd heard more of streaming. I'll do your joke for you because you wouldn't have thought of it. <laughs> hey, a peacock for me is something the urologist di uh, diagnoses me with right here. All NBC, right. NBC stands for not Bob's channel. That's what it stands for right here. Right. So let, let me name some of these uh, folks that uh, the producers said you've been talking to to take with you over to 
Ukraine. And we'll start in ascending chronological order from the the past to the first. And I don't want to I don't want to spoil the party by telling you some of these people might be unavailable. If you have any comments about each of them? Uh, go ahead. You ready, Joey Heatherton? Ah, Joey Heatherton, always fantastic man. We really used to fire up the troops in Vietnam. We got them so horny they'd burn down five rice patties in a row. Right here, burning rice patties. Uh, and Margaret, and Margaret. Margaret, always. That's a tall drink of water right there. Never did win an Oscar, but she had a couple of Golden Globes. Right here. Speaking of tall, Julie Newmar from oh, the Batman. Julie, my favorite cat woman of all time. We got her in there. Hey, boys, want to see what you're fighting for? Right here. Yeah, Lola Falana. Love Lola Falana. Of course, it is uh, coming up on Black History Month, and that's always a great way to mix that in. Bob Hope's penis is not racist. Right here. Excellent. Jill St. John. Jill St. John. Love Jill St. John. Fantastic woman all these years. Great to have her back on the road to Kiev. Yeah. Now, are you bringing along the whole group of the gold diggers, those dancers? Are they coming? Did we call them the gold diggers? I had I'd forgotten that. Was that a precursor to the solid gold dancers? Yes. They, yep. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So, remember the, the television show Solid Gold, which was on 40 years ago, they'd have them scantily clad people and they'd dance the big that. hits from the 80s like for your eyes only. Right. They get up there and they had some fantastic thighs. Bob Hope should have taken a cut of that. Yeah. See, I, maybe you would have thought that the gold diggers were all the women who hung around Bing. Just for <laughs> hey, that guy used to beat the shit out of his kids, didn't he? Right here. How about that? Is that wild? <laughs> that got a lot of laughs, I guess. Sure. When the Bob, cameras weren't rolling, huh? Uh, Bob Hope these days is a little more edgy than he used to be. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. All right. That, now, some uh, current women. I see Britney Spears. Now, are you are you aware of what it might be to take Britney Spears overseas right now in her condition? Hey, this is Bob. Hit me, baby, one more time. Hope okay. bringing Britney Spears all the way to you to the Ukraine. Right okay. here. Okay. How about Beyonce? You know, I love Beyonce. Beyonce. I get her away from her husband for a little while. Maybe I can get some of that money. Talk about a gold digger. <laughs> yeah. I believe her husband's a gold digger. How about that? Right yeah. here. Uh, Taylor Swift, the biggest oh. recording artist in the world right now. Number fantastic. One. We love Taylor Swift. Makes money hand over fist. Bringing her over there. She's gonna be fantastic. Lovely girl, stopped writing songs about breakups and just started being a big hit wonder. Going to have her in the Ukraine. Can't wait for it. This is this is going to be huge. Um, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, the lovely, the talented, the ageless wonder, Jennifer Aniston, our favorite friend. Right here, going to have her coming to you live from the Ukraine. Does it seem to me that I'm kind of a pimp? Is that is that what's happening here? When I'm just exploiting all these good-looking women? Uh, let me see this one here. Katy Perry. Katy oh, Perry. Lovely, the talented Katy Perry. Hey, it's Bob. I kissed a girl and I liked it. Hope, right here. <laughs> That's Meghan Markle. Wow, Meghan Markle. Didn't know Whoa. she was available, but she's a she's a queen to me. I know she's just a duchess, but Bob Hope says she's a queen, and Bob Hope's going to have her right here for you in the Ukraine. Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo. That's a as the kids say, she thick. Hey, it's Bob. I love him thick. Hope. Getting ready for you on the road to Kiev. And, and the last one here, it just says several Kardashians. <laughs> several. Are we going to get the ugly one, too? We have a couple of Jenners in there, too. I don't give a shit. You know, that she's cut real, She's cut way back on that ass. A lot of people saying she's, like, toned it down, not quite as much as she used to. I don't know if she's eating as much potted meat as she used to or whatever. Bob Hope's going to be happy to have Kim Kardashian and all that ass over in Kiev helping the troops out uh, and fuck Putin. 
I didn't mean to say that. I say fuck Putin. I just bleep that out. I I think you did. One one last question. Who is going to usually you have like a a musical accompaniment? You need some backup musicians there. Who's who's going? That's going to be uh, you know providing the music. I don't have anything here on about that. And they were going to have Maroon Five or Nickelback, and I said, boys, haven't these troops suffered enough? Okay. <laughs> so I guess be a surprise, huh? It's going to be the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra. It's just going to be fantastic. You're going okay. to love all of what they do. It's going to be a wonderful show, and we're looking forward to it. Some hilarious skits. John Hamm, one of our special guests, the very funny, the very talented John Hamm is going to be I'm with him. us. We're going to bring a, a whole bunch of people over there. Tina Fey. Tina Fey is going to do some stuff. Just a fantastic talent. And, That's of course, great. Slappy White. Slappy White's going to be with us doing his an un, unimaginable comedy. Really? Really? Yeah. If uh, you ever saw him doing comedy, you just couldn't imagine it. <laughs> right a funny guy. Yeah. One, one last question, and we, we got to run here. Um, and, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out the, the, the time crossover pattern here. Do you or did you know Donald Trump in your day? Yeah, that son of a bitch. I, you know, I played golf with him up there at uh, Taj Mahal because I was entertained up there. That asshole never did pay me. What a big stiff me like you wouldn't believe. Well, wait a minute. you played golf in Atlantic City with him. You yeah, right here. You performed at the Taj Mahal that yeah. went bankrupt. And, and you're just like a painter or a carpenter. He never paid you. Yeah, that son of a bitch. He can go suck one. I, I, he stiffed me harder than a fistful of Viagra. Uh, you get out of here. You. I hope you choke on your documents, Donald. Get out of here, you piece of okay. crap. All right. That, that's enough. It's, uh, it's Bob Hope joining us today on the Brad and Britcast. Thanks for the memories. Isn't that sweet? Wow. All right. Rest well, Bob. We'll check back in with you when it's appropriate. Ah. There he goes. There he it's goes. always a pleasure. My goodness. That's something else. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. Good Lord. That's an all-star, all-star <laughs> cast of uh, ladies. It, it is. It is. I, 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 again, I, you know, we forgot to ask about that Jerry Colonna. Remember Jerry Colonna? Oh gosh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. You know, you know who I was reading about as we as we go down in this rabbit hole. Uh Dick Martin's wife, Dolly Reed. Do you have any memory of her at all? She was a Playboy playmate. Oh, fantastic woman. No. Lovely, lovely woman. She no, used to be with I remember she was she was great in uh, It's a Wonderful Life though. No, no, that's people. Donna. That's Donna. Dolly Reed was in England and he would she would go on him with those stupid uh, game shows that Dick Martin would go on back in the day. Uh there's about 20 of those guys. <laughs> I know. Like that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how america survived all right i got to i got a list here i got a list here for you, you ready all right i'm ready um maga maniac in the land of enchantment oh that's a good one yeah. um what plays goalie in vegas goes bankrupt in vegas well, that's interesting stupidest billion dollar lottery story of the day okay. and it repeats over and over again we just can't stop where are the gas price stories now? Yeah. Um, I am fed up with the, did Donald Trump just get a get out of jail free card from Joe Biden? Yeah. Stories. Yeah. Of those. Um, was Joe Biden quarterbacking the Buccaneers <laughs> on Monday night? <laughs> and uh, Marjorie Trailer Trash Green gets a great gig. Oh, that's interesting. Well, there's a lot of stuff. Let's just leave. Let's not even fool around with. We've already had our amuse bouche with Mr. Hope. Uh, let's go straight to the Trump document story uh, and the Biden document story, which continues to 
confound and blow up day after day. I did see that that James Carville went on TV and just talked how stupid the media was for trying to conflate these two or compare these two or contrast these two. So I'm glad somebody's doing that. Well, all right. He, of course, of course he's right. And uh, in the perverse, we have to pretend no matter what we know the truth is to give quote unquote both sides equal weight even though they don't deserve it mode if James Carville says well it's James Carville it's James Carville uh, try this try uh, Donald Ayer uh, Donald Ayer was the solicitor general for Ronald Reagan right mm-hmm. um, and he was a U.S. attorney for some Republican presidents. And we have another guy, Mark Zaid, national security attorney in Washington. They write in the Atlantic, Biden's classified document should have no impact on Trump's legal jeopardy. All right. So, of course, the word should is in there. And I know I'm one of those attractive female anchors on CNN. So I'm going to say, yes, it shouldn't have any effect on it. But public perception is the only thing that matters here. So we have to talk about it that way and give it equal weight. This would lead you to believe, then, that Merrick Garland is as weak and corrupt as William Barr. Hmm. Not even, maybe worse. Yeah. Because he is so in the tank. He is so in the tank for himself <laughs> that the fact that he appointed a special prosecutor in this, well, that just proves it. No, he had to do that. That wasn't a question. What, what, I don't know. I'm sorry. How does that prove anything? How does that prove that he's in the tank? Well, that proves that he's giving equal weight to oh. a situation that does not deserve equal weight because naturally the Trump situation deserved a special prosecutor about a year and a half ago but okay yeah yeah uh so i will destroy you here and ruin your life by doing some quick reading here please from do these two gentlemen the two cases of course not equivalent for starters let's look at the statutes because this is about the fucking law which you don't understand and i don't understand mm. we're not lawyers we're not national no. security lawyers but they are. And there will not be a judge like the hack down in South Florida that Aileen Cannon. Duke University. Duke, even worse, who will be involved in the adjudication here. You violate the Espionage Act when you willfully retain national defense documents and fail to return them to proper government officials upon request. We know who that is between Biden and Trump. In November, the Biden lawyers discovered the shit and returned them without even being asked to. They brought, well, why? Because they knew they were guilty. They knew Joe Biden was guilty. No, that's not why. They followed the law, and we're in a country now where when someone actually follows the law, you're in trouble. It's yeah. a shock, right? So right. The, whenever you hear these assholes go, why wasn't his house raided like Trump's was? Well, again, if you pull the car over, the cop doesn't have to chase you. That's how life works. So the statute does not apply to Biden, and uh, Biden 
denies that he even knew that he had the documents. He says he didn't know them. Okay. Well, did he? So again, you have to you have to believe that that Joe Biden is a plotting, scheming, yeah, right. evil genius who, right. when he said on sixty minutes, they love to run that clip, don't they? Run that yeah. one over and over and over again. How does that happen? Yeah. Right. Run it over and over again. He's such the a con- genius. He's such a genius that he self-reported. I mean, if he wanted to cover all this up, wouldn't he cover all this up? The contrast with Trump is stark. <clears throat> National uh, Archives and Records Administration first asked him to return them in May of 21. Think how long ago May of 21 is. I've got my calendar out. That's almost two years ago. <laughs> yeah, we were. I mean, we were deep in the depths of the pandemic at that point. Yeah. So of course, Donald Trump was too busy. Probably. He was. He was too busy fucking everything up. <laughs> in fact, May 21, that was the uh, same month, right, that uh, Easter was going to have just passed and everything was going to be gone by yeah. Easter. Everyone was going to be back in church for Easter, right? That's correct. Yeah, that's correct, yeah. All right, so January of 22, they find 15 boxes of government records. Then in June of 22... Trump's so-called lawyers signed a sworn statement, said, that's it. You got it all. They diligently searched, not unlike Joe Biden's lawyers, diligently searched his premises, offices, his home. Right. And they signed a sworn statement saying, you got it all. That's it. Yeah. Right. That's a problem. Then we get to August of 21. They didn't get it all. Spoiler. Federal court was provided evidence that that's right. You're correct, Britt. Those lawyers were full of shit. When, when lawyers sign stuff that says that attest that they got it all and they don't, that's not good. Right. And so there are 70 documents marked secret or top secret, some that had information that could conceivably endanger the lives of American intelligence sources overseas. So what have you been hearing the last six days? The Republicans are so worried that... What yeah. was found is going to endanger national security. We need, we got to comb through this. Oh my God. We got to make sure that Joe Biden isn't on their side. Although we know who's on their side, it's not Joe Biden. So there's no equivalence here. There, there just isn't. And uh, these two gentlemen. They do have the confidence that the distinguishing characteristics of each case will make it so that if Donald Trump needs to be indicted for what it has been shown that he did, he will be. And Joe Biden will be, too, if something horrible happened. Now, Nick Ackerman, who is a Watergate prosecutor, and he's still vital and active, says, hold the phone. Hold the phone. In addition to the fact that naturally you can't indict a sitting president, and I know that there are some people that will be shocked by this. They don't listen or watch us. Donald Trump is not the sitting president. Wait a minute. (laughs) Hang on. Because the election was stolen from him? Yeah, he's still my president. Yeah. Um, Joe Biden is in office right now. So that's probably why Joe Biden wants to run for re-election, right? Because if he's the, the president, he can't. No, no, that's Trump. Yeah. That's Trump who was willing to do anything, including overturn American democracy to hold on to his office so he wouldn't get tagged and nailed and indicted 
and tried and convicted for the shit that he's done. It's going slower than we want. But that's one of the main reasons you know that he ran for re-election to an office that he didn't even want in the first place and didn't think that he would win in the first place in 2016. So let's ascribe that to Joe Biden, right? That's why he wants to be. Re- no, that's not why. Well, I also, um, but wait, what about the, the narrative? And I don't want to jump ahead of you, but the, the narrative that if, if you believe the Trump people and he himself has put this out on stupid ass Trump uh, truth social, uh, you know, when I got, when they, we appointed a, a, a special counsel to look into my shit, it's just a, he's a gator. He's just chomping at my ass. But this guy they appointed to look into Biden shit, he's just a little, he's a little furry frog. He's not anything. And this guy, this Robert Hur guy, he clerked for Rehnquist, number one. He was appointed to uh, he was appointed to his position by, oh, who is it again? Donald Trump! But they would have you believe, as some sort of whisper narrative, that this guy, that he got a sweetheart deal on this one by the, the guy that was appointed by Merrick Garland to look into Joe Biden. Well, he, I, I believe I can dig down and figure out the pathology of those comments. Not from you, but, but from Trump. Trump knows that what he did is by a factor of a million uh, worse and more likely to get him uh, deep into the legal system in this area than Joe Biden. And uh, Merrick Garland, who you could argue one way or the other, did he have to appoint a Republican-appointed prosecutor to this to give the impression that he didn't appoint one of okay, you get that. But yeah. what that tells you is that Trump knows that they're really not going to find anything nefarious no. about Joe Biden. And of course, then you and me and other people get to say, and even a Donald Trump appointed prosecutor said, nothing to see, keep walking. So That's Trump true. is trying to undercut right. something that hasn't happened yet, a classic Donald Trump. Uh, and it will go nowhere. Last paragraph here. The current state of facts strongly suggests that Biden's errors are not criminal. It is not even clear that these incidents can be tied to him personally, unlike Trump's conduct at Mar-a-Lago. But whatever prosecutor her finds to be true, the facts and law regarding Trump's concealment and evasion are a separate matter. The administration of justice must advance swiftly and not be influenced by those attempting to create a false equivalence between the two cases. And uh, those would be the two words of the day here on Sesame Street, false equivalence. I think we can, you know, if you got anything more to add to it, I think that's that's as far as we need to go uh, on this today because we have other bullshit to take. Yeah, on. we do. I, I don't know if you mentioned uh, the the sheer number. It's like it's like one thirtieth of the the number of documents. Like if yeah, you, if you yeah. actually break it down, it's yeah, like. No, but but, but uh, and and I thought CNN had decided they were going to ratchet down the breaking news graphic. All, and now, yeah, not only is that not true, it's worse than ever because it will be breaking news for ninety six hours. Five more pages found. Five more pages found in Biden's garage or or his office. Of course, there's our the buddy. Five pages are are part of the you know the first page, and they find the other five. But five more pages are found, <laughs> and it's breaking news. It just keeps breaking, um, <laughs> breaking, breaking, buddy, breaking, breaking. 
Our buddy Jeff comments, President Biden says he can just declassify the documents with his mind. Remember, he can just think about them. And they're, he's, he, he, none of that well, stuff. I, I, I have a comment on that. Yeah. Hi, I'm on Fox. He don't have a mind to, to, to do. <laughs> <laughs> Good right there. <laughs> I, you know, at some point, though, we should we should have a discussion. We don't want to do it necessarily today. What do you think Chris Licht is actually doing with CNN? Or do you think he knows what he's doing with CNN? They got these reports that they want to put a comedian on in prime time. Allegedly, they've thrown the name out Bill Maher and John Stewart, of course. John Stewart's under contract with Apple. What do you think? Um, th- th- you couldn't find two more names right now that are, how shall we say it, um, satisfied with their lots in life. <laughs> exactly. Who have nothing to prove. They don't. Exactly. Th- th- they don't have anything to prove. John Stewart is you know, got the, uh, the easy life now and he, he does his thing and he enjoys it and he's got plenty of money. And it was clear that when he left the daily show, what, seven years ago, that he was done with the daily grind of having to be there every day to do that. And you still have to think about it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday before you come back and, uh, and do a, a show on Monday, uh, Bill Maher, same thing. Same thing. Um, when you make a he, shit ton of money for doing very little work, you really don't want to change that. Right. Well, and, and you know, you can tell he does an hour a week on TV, but they put a lot of they put a lot of effort into that hour and make yeah. it right. And he's got and, a ton of people working on the whole thing. He's got a lot right. of help. Exactly. And he gets paid plenty of money for that. And he obviously loves his stand-up career. Yeah. It continues on. He's doing stand-up at an age where most of them don't do it anymore. That's correct. And he's fresh as shit. And I already bought tickets to see him in Durham. Well, that's again, I think it's in April. He can, he can play when he wants to play. He can play whatever room he wants to. If he wants to go out 30 times in a year, he can do that. If he wants to go out 10 times in a year, he can do that. So yeah, you don't really want to change that. Now, uh, you know, and, and Bill Maher has, how should we say drifted a little bit towards the center uh, over the last few years and will piss me off occasionally right. when he does you know, false equivalence, fake balance, usually for about 30 seconds. And then he, then he gets back to who he is. Um, and I'm sure that doesn't gain him one right winger <laughs> viewer, no. but he does it. And you, you, you could argue one way or the other, but he's not going to, again, chain himself down to uh, have to be in a studio at 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 eight or nine o'clock Eastern time, uh, four or five nights a week, um, I, I just don't think he's. What's the point? First of all, the downside is so huge. This is like a ten percent up, ninety percent down kind of situation. It's a it's a bad stock with not a lot of upside and and a possibility of going down because of. Um, what's what's failed in that slot since larry king left and because of what uh, cnn now is which is a a nebulous undefined lumbering thing that is uh really still only at its best when the news is breaking hard about hard stories somewhere if not in the united states around the world they still are the largest news gathering organization not even close to any of the others and they still shine there but you know uh, uh fortunately we don't have um apartment buildings bombed uh by russians you know, every 
you know, yeah. every uh, six hours to cover. Fortunately, we don't have that. So there's, so, uh, but, so just, just forget it. Forget it. Um, it's a, it's a bad idea. It, it, it's a bad idea. Uh, you know what? They'd be better off. They'd be better off apologizing to behind the scenes saying we made a mistake. We went overboard and giving Chris Cuomo the hour back. That'd be interesting. They would. Yeah, they would. And this is a different, you know, this isn't the guy that fired him. Okay. No, no, this isn't the guy that fired him. So they'd be better off just eating it, just uh-huh. eating it because he had the highest ratings on CNN when he was fired. Everybody's watching that show he's got on News Nation. So I oh think- well, yeah, I know he's hurting CNN bad. <laughs> it's on channel. <laughs> the same as when I crushed Rock ninety two when I was on fourteen hundred AM WKEW <laughs> yes. for six months. Rock ninety two never recovered. It just happens. Sometimes you can uh, be the the little caboose and let's and drag uh, let's, the big engine down. Let's talk about the MAGA maniac in the land of enchantment. Oh my God! This guy's name is uh, Solomon. Pena, he was uh, running for a spot in the New Mexico state legislature, and he got his ass kicked. He's a Republican. Yeah, he lost by forty-seven points. <laughs> he uh, the the vote count was the uh, winner, Democrat Miguel Garcia, fifty-six hundred seventy-nine votes. Mister Pena got two thousand thirty-three. So that really is a forty-seven. <laughs> That is a 47% point uh, difference. So he's now accused of conspiring with four other guys who he allegedly paid to shoot at the homes of two county commissioners and two state legislators out in New Mexico. It's believed he's the, you know what, the word mastermind. I don't know. You know, I'd like, you know, I'm Steve Jobs was the mastermind behind the iPhone. Okay. That's a good thing. But then it, it's always connected with, uh, in the words of President Bush, evildoers. You're a mastermind. That's right. That's right. Evildoers, smoke them out. Um, this, I mean, it's amazing that no one was actually shot, but they went into children's bedrooms. There's all kinds of crappy shit. Just crappy shit. And by the way, state records that the Santa Fe New Mexican newspaper had gathered back in August before the election, had shown that Mr. Pena already had 19 felonies on his rap sheet. Now, um, you're going to have to make a decision, Republicans. Is it worse to be George Santos and be possibly a Russian agent Manchurian candidate person who does not believe in the sanctity of elections and wants to undermine American democracy and is now a member of Congress, but was allowed to run and Republicans knew this shit. Did you see Kevin McCarthy, Britt, when he was asked, did you know about George? He is the worst liar ever. (laughs) (laughs) He can't even come close to credibly saying, I knew nothing about it. How could I have not? He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He tried, but he didn't get there. So this it's guy. It's one thing, like when you when you lie, but you got to be good at it. You know, you're shitty at it, dude. If you lie well enough, you might be elected president one day. Kevin. It's possible. All right. So Mr. Pena had a rap sheet that included burglary, larceny, contributing to the delinquency of a minor, and receiving stolen uh, property. 
So who was it that warned us against political? It was George Washington. George Washington. Yeah. First, the, it was first the, the second or third best president behind Trump and yeah. Lincoln. Right. <laughs> that one. I mean, this may prove the brilliance of that remark. Not that a lot of things that George Washington said haven't been proven right. But if these parties are willing to look the other way and run people like this for office, whether it's at the federal level or at the state level, I'm not sure that this whole party thing needs to continue on. There's got to be a better way to do this. This is unbelievable. Mr. Pena. Mr. Pena. And he wow. was one of those guys that did, you know, perpetuate the whole idea that the thing was stolen from him. There was election fraud and all that other shit. It's bad enough when someone loses by a point. He's 47. Says, yeah. But, you know, usually when, okay. 47 kind of, it's beyond a blowout, isn't it? Hey, yeah. speaking of blowouts, let's go straight to that Buccaneers thing that you were talking about. Was Joe Biden playing quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night? I, well, th there were two things that uh, I saw yesterday. Um, one was Joe Biden on Martin Luther King Day making a, a, a speech. Uh, and, he was, uh, as we like to say, low energy Joe. Yeah, yeah. It was painful. It was difficult to watch him. And you knew he wasn't going to get up there and talk about, you know, that. That's not the point. It was Martin Luther King Day. Um, but he was so lethargic and halting and difficult to listen to. Versus other times where he's he's kind of still got it. And then when I saw Tom Brady play quarterback in what, if things were the way they're supposed to be, it'd be his last game. But, boy, he can't go out like that. <laughs> Guess what? Can't he? He's going to go out like that next year if he comes back. All right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and... He looked like a guy who just couldn't turn it up anymore. And he's done it several times this year. He's done it several times this year. And everybody watching, everybody watching, when they saw him finally move the team down the field and score a touchdown, thought, well, maybe again. First of all, we had several games over the weekend where there were these amazing comebacks, so why couldn't Tom Brady do it, right? But it wasn't to be. It was never going to be. And talk about nothing to prove. Oh, it's, weird. it's just a weird, it's a weird year for him because it was like they really shit the bed midway through the season on Thursday night football. The next day they announced he's getting divorced. And then the team played well, at least fairly well, through the end of the season. And last night, the Dallas Cowboys win their first road playoff game since Kurt Cobain was alive. True story. Is that why Kurt Cobain killed himself? Because that's why he did. Because the Cowboys just couldn't win. <laughs> that was what was happening. Like, they fired Jerry. They fired Jimmy Johnson. Oh my God! Boom, and that was it for Kurt Cobain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a weird. It was a weird year. But you know, when you see him in Vegas next year playing quarterback, <clears throat> that's a Jesus. that's a suicide mission. I'm it not, just is. Don't I'm do not it. I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I mean, I'm not the biggest Tom Brady. And he's and he's great. And and but you know, I'm not a New England partisan, so he's just Tom Brady. 
but there's just no reason to to keep playing. And again, they're, they've got no CBS. Reason. CBS is waiting over here, going, "Would you like thirty-seven million dollars to work about two days a week and not get hit by two hundred and seventy-pound men?" Well, okay, yeah, I'll do that. No, it's Fox. <laughs> is it Fox? Yeah. Well, see, the, the real the real person sweating this is Greg Olson. <laughs> It's true. It's true because Greg Olson, who's part of the number one team right now with with uh, Kevin Burkhart, right? Heinrich Schlippenschlopper. Right. Um, He's going to be he, bumped down. He will down get to- demoted the instant yeah. Tom Brady says, I want to be in the booth. And the funny thing is, of course, I'm sure you've noticed, is Greg Olson pretty damn good. No, he's very good. He's, he's, he's done very well. good. Yeah. And the, the, uh, the chances – that Tom Brady is automatically going to be uh, great as an right. analyst because like Romo. It's, he's, it's, he's, you know, he's a great quarterback. You know, uh, there are a lot of quarterbacks at the level of Tony Romo, who was a pretty damn good quarterback, who suck as analysts. It's correct. A, it's a different skill. Correct. It's just a different skill. Just because you've been doing a morning show on WEEI every, every week uh, since you've been with the Patriots, it doesn't mean you're, you're an analyst on the, uh, on the games on TV and, you know, um, he's going to make like a, a lot. He's going to make a lot of money. He's going to be able to see his kids more. And again, he'll be able to walk on Mondays and Tuesdays. I don't know. seems easy to me, but I, I'm not that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I just thought that we had two aging veterans yesterday who really showed their age. That was the only connection that i made. joe biden joe biden and tom, and tom yeah. brady yeah and you know what uh either of them capable at any given moment of getting a rush of adrenaline and looking uh a lot different but uh, uh my cowboys defense wasn't going to let that happen brit how about those four missed extra points yeah. <laughs> at some point that got crazy again i was wondering if there was any sports book I, in america where you could I was, bet on number of missed extra points i doubt you could get they even have that one but it's got to be I somewhere was, i was watching the manning brothers i was watching the manning brothers yeah what did they say and, well uh Peyton manning says can you fire someone at halftime <laughs> can you cut someone at halftime <laughs> You kind of feel sorry for the guy after that. It's like, how can he? And then and they finally, like, the team's taking it well. Then they go to a commercial, and Dak Prescott, the, the quarterback, is like, what the fuck? He's, like, so pissed that this guy is just missing extra points. Yeah. Uh, that guy's going to get fired. He's yeah. dead. Yeah. Good uh, times. All right. How about the stupidest lottery yes. story? This yes. Guy. I did have tickets for last night's Powerball. Yeah. I didn't win anything, by the way. Right, and, and you hear this all the time. So the prize was one point three five billion dollars, and uh, here's the headline: get get ready to just one point three five billion dollar Mega Millions winner from Maine would have been fifty two million dollars richer if they'd bought the ticket just a mile away over the New Hampshire border, which doesn't have state income taxes. Oh Jesus! Will you stop? I hate Will these you people. Just Stop. I hate these people. You know what? I'd rather not win the lottery than live in New Hampshire and pay <laughs> those taxes. Yeah. On the winners. <laughs> it's so tedious. It's so predictable. Just stop. Yeah, that does drive me crazy when they just, do shit like that. Just stop. Yeah. You know, 
that person's life would have been changed had they bought that ticket over in New Hampshire and gotten $52 million more. Would have changed their life. But the amount they're going to be stuck with this time around, it's only $404 million. That's right. Over 50% right. of the lottery winnings are taxed away. I wouldn't even yeah. want it. I just leave the ticket. I just I wouldn't even cash it. Yeah. Fuck it. You know, the, you know, I, I, the stories that I like are the uh, ones they always do at the convenience store, where yeah. the person buys a ticket. Because that that person, do they get like a million dollars? Like or, a bonus, yeah. To, depending they, on what happens, yeah. they get they get a lot of money, and you know, that's a guaranteed life changing experience. Oh yeah. For for those people, the person who owned the place where this ticket was bought. His name is Fred Cotro, C-O-T-R-E-A-U. And the name of the place is the Hometown Mobile Gas and Grill. Oh, it's yeah. exactly what you think it would be. Sure. It's just perfect. It's uh, it's like every pilot or uh, speedway thing that you go into. And uh, they, got, they got hot dogs on the grill from, well, the last time the Cowboys the won rollers. a home. On a the rollers. Play. They're the best. <laughs> they, got, they got those from the last time the Cowboys actually won a road playoff game up until last night. That's how long those have been on there. They are, they are the best. All right. Um, speaking of that, wh- where, are, where are the gas price stories now? The answer is they're nowhere. They're nowhere. They are nowhere. Um, the inflation numbers last week were really, really good. In fact, a month over month, inflation actually went down. Now, it's still 6.5% higher than a year ago, but the last three months have been unbelievable month over month. It's, it's actually going down, and that's, of course, been led by things like gasoline, uh, at least in our part of the world, fading back towards uh, $3 or three ten or something of that sort. So nobody talks about the price of gas anymore, right? Not anymore. Nobody talks about the price of gas anymore. It's eggs. All eggs all the time. Eggs, right. eggs, 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 eggs. Right. And, uh, okay, genius, you tell me which of these Joe Biden has less control over, the price of gasoline or the price of eggs, which, of course, are driven by this disease that's wiped out most of the egg-laying hens across America. They didn't go on strike Okay, they didn't join a union <laughs> to drive up wages to drive up the price of eggs. That's just free. And same with the price of gasoline. Biden did nothing to spike the price of gasoline. Oh, I like this. What about that Keystone XL pipeline that he can't? First of all, it already exists. That pipeline exists most of the way. There was like one little part that they argue over. So that was always a fake thing. It's always a fake argument. I always thought. Always, um, but amazingly, you know, we still have the war in Ukraine. We still have the Russians fucking around with. But the price went back down. How weird. could that happen? It's weird, man. How could that but, happen? But Biden you don't hear calls. anything about that, and nobody apparently says, "Well, guess what? The Americans just got a giant tax cut. The price of get." No, that's never said. It's only. The Americans have just been hit with a giant tax hike in the form <laughs> of higher gasoline, right? That's right. Right? As That's opposed to those tariffs, the, as opposed to those tariffs that Trump put on people, which turn out to be, I don't know, taxes, dumbass. Yeah. That's the way it works. Uh, let's see. Uh, Marjorie Trailer Trash Green gets a great gig. 
Yeah, let's finish that because there, there's a, also a story on Mediaite, and I guess going around several places, how she and Lauren, Lauren Boebert got into a little cat fight in the bathroom during that okay. McCarthy smackdown. I'm sorry. First of all, the visual on that is just yeah. hot. strikingly gross. Hot. I mean, no, You're terrible. Hot by it, I'm grossed out by it. <laughs> and then okay. it's Cinemax at 3.30, circa 1994. Come on. You got to love that. All right, so uh, if you recall, Marjorie Taylor Greene got kicked off of whatever committee she was on by Nancy Pelosi uh, back when the Democrats had control of the Congress, uh, basically because she's an election denier and a moron and doesn't deserve to have any kind of prominent position in the American government in spite uh, of the fact that she was elected by the people of a district. You left out the anti-Semitism. Don't forget that. I That's can't get it all in. Yeah, I know, right? That's like when you list off shit about George Santos, where well, you can't list it all. Yeah. You can't get everything in there. Yeah, try to get the one thing that he told the truth about. As soon as I find it, I'll let you know. So here's somebody, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She helped organize what happened on January 6th. That's right. The legitimate political discourse of January 6th. Yeah, right. The insurrection and the attack on the Congress. Uh, and her participation in that was part of the hearing where Georgians attempt to have her removed from the ballot using the 14th Amendment. Remember this? It was a few months ago. They tried to get her kicked off the ballot, saying that the 14th Amendment, which was passed right after the Civil War to prevent Confederates from running for office in the Union, reformed, no one who participated in the insurrection could hold elective office. That's what the 14th Amendment said. They tried it on Marjorie Taylor Greene, but because she hasn't been convicted, she got away with it. She yeah. got away with it. Um, but that's old news, Britt. She's the new Marjorie Taylor Greene. And, you know, Kevin McCarthy, who is completely tied up by Marjorie Taylor Greene and a few others, right? The uh, the squad in reverse, right? The, uh, the opposite of the, whatever you would want to call that. Uh, so she's going to be on the Homeland Security Committee. The Homeland Security Committee. Yeah, of course. Which came into being after September 11th. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So this is where the, you know, every day there's just a boatload of stories like this about what the Republican Party is doing to the United States of America. Can't wait to see her grandstand in some hearings over things that she will not know anything about. Uh, it's going to be sad. It's going to be terrible. But she, first of all, she shouldn't be in the Congress. Second of all, she shouldn't be in the in the any committee. Any and committee. Third, and, and third of all, she shouldn't be in something like Homeland Security or intelligence or anything. Like the committee to scrub the floors. Maybe she should get on that. Maybe the well, committee. It looks, it looks like she does business in the bathroom. Well, that's true. And, oh. you know, the, the White House is trying to pick a fight with McCarthy now. They're like, uh, we'd like to see this secret deal that you made with those assholes as far as being uh, being Speaker of the House. Well, well Britt, you know what? In there? Hey, you know what? Hey, fuck, fuck you, Biden. You know what? They can see. They can see those those things, Biden, you and your the, the minute you show us the visitor logs to your. All right. Hang that's on. A, well, I got one more. Crazy. I got one more on this. All right. Here's another one. The story just gets repeated over and over again about the visitor logs at Joe Biden's house, creating a false equivalence to Joe Biden's house in Delaware with Mar-a-Lago, which 
first of all, is not even Donald Trump's legal residence because he's not allowed to legally live there. Remember that? How did that get by? Remember that shit? It's not zoned to be a private residence, but he lives there. Okay. And Joe Biden's house doesn't have a visitor's log. Now, my house does. Yeah. Uh, last week, in fact, I'll show you my visitor's log right here. Uh, the UPS guy was here. Yeah. Okay. How long? One minute. He dropped wow. it off. The Amazon guy was here. My friend Jeff Sherman from Cleveland was here. He was passing uh, through, driving right. up. He stayed here one night. One all night. Right. All right. Right. And one more. Two guys knocked on the door and uh, they were trying to sell me a new roof. They said, Well, your roof, you look, it looks like problems with your roof. I said, Well, actually, it doesn't. Thank you. So that's my vi- no Joe Biden's house doesn't have a visitor's law, but the story keeps yeah going out there. Well, uh, the guy, the Republican head of the Michael Fuckface, so he's demanding the uh, visitor's log, so we know who might have seen these papers. And you can't even that doesn't deserve oxygen, Michael. There's Michael, no visitor's log. And is Michael? Be, well, yeah, there's visitors law, but they're covering them up, or they destroyed them. How are we going to know the truth? That's, Michael, that's the bullshit of this story. That's the is, bullshit of this story. Michael Fuckface. Now, is that one of the Scandinavian names? I'm not familiar with that surname. Are you Look getting the up. right pronunciation on that? Look or not put it into Google. They know, they'll translate it for you. Mike, Michael Fuckface, who I think starred in a couple of those uh, Cinemax 3 o'clock in the morning TV shows that I was talking about, strangely is enough. Is Cinemax still on? Yeah, they still have it. Yeah, it's part of the HBO Max. That's part of the Max part of HBO. Oh, wait a minute, I have HBO Max, but I don't get the Cinemax channels. They have they have the same content on there. It's all the same bullshit. It's oh, all okay. they just throw it in there. They don't really have any original programming that much anymore on Cinemax. Gee, it's another Warner Brothers Discovery thing they can't figure out what to do with, just like CNN and Headline News and every fucking thing else. <laughs>